Who knows what Jay-Z, J.K. Rowling, Bill Gates and Oprah Winfrey all have in common? Okay, I will tell you then. They have all overcome failure in one shape or form to go on to gain success in their respective careers. Welcome to My Perfect Failure. Join us as we delve into the world of our perfect failures. We will interview, explore, and discuss how our perfect failures can lead us to success. Join us and tune in. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of My Perfect Failure. Today, we have another wonderful episode with two amazing guests. So today is an extra special episode for a number of reasons. One, because we've got... Um, a former amazing guest coming back, Edie Weinstein. And secondly, we've got two amazing guests for the price of one. So I'll tell you a little bit about these guys. So Edie Weinstein is a licensed social worker, psychotherapist, author, journalist, interfaith minister, speaker, PR whiz. And she's also the founder of Hug Mobsters, Armed With Love. And she's also the co-founder of Bucks County Kind, which we will be discussing in more detail today. And we've also got another amazing guest who accompanies Edie. So we've got Joanne Petron, and she is a wonderful mother of three, ages eight, six, and 13. So clearly she must be very busy. And she lives in Dalestown, which potentially Joan, you might have to uh, pronounce that again for me if I haven't got that correct. And she's lucky enough to be raising her children in her hometown. She works as a clinical supply program manager, and she is also an endurance athlete. So a very, very warm welcome to my perfect failure, Edie and Jane. How are you both? Wonderful. Glad to be here. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Paul. Well, I'm, I'm uh, delighted to have you both for my perfect failure. I'm particularly delighted because... I'm fascinated by how you guys met and the wonderful mission you're on. So can I, I just did a little bit of research. So, so Bucks County kind, I hadn't, I hadn't realised that Bucks County originated in Buckinghamshire in England. So, so I feel that I've got a little bit of synergy with, with okay. you guys <laughs> and the, the, the mission. So I think the chap that, came to Bucks County in, is it Pennsylvania? Yeah. I think he originally lived in England. So I think so. That's interesting. Yeah. So I think his name was William Penn. So in yeah. six, 1682, he lived in Buckinghamshire in the UK. And at some oh, point. Oh, I did not know that. At some point, he, nav- he navigated to, to, to Buckinghamshire. So Thank you, William, because it wasn't for him. I potentially we wouldn't be having yeah. this discussion today. So, so his good work lives on. But firstly, can I ask how you guys met? How 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 the how the union kind of happened? Gonna start because that you know, Joanne you, play you that planted one? yeah, Joanne planted the seeds for our meeting. Yeah. So um, the way it started was I I had this idea. And I put an anonymous Facebook post out to the Doylestown, our, our hometown um, Facebook page. And I asked if anyone would be interested in initiating or supporting a random act of kindness movement. And the initial response was overwhelming from neighbors, businesses, um, just everyone in the town seemed really interested in it. And Edie mentioned that 
she would be very interested and could help with PR and just, mm. you know, she, she would be more than willing to help collaborate and get this off the ground. So that's, that's how we met. We, we didn't know each other prior to this. Okay. So, so Edie, so you saw the post and thought, yes, this resonates. Absolutely. And um, although Joanne and I, I don't live in Doylestown, I live in Dublin, which is like five miles away, okay. but I'm sure our paths crossed or kind of danced around each other yeah. <clears throat> even though we've never actually met we have people in common mm-hmm. you know we chances are past each other on the streets yeah. <laughs> you know in Doylestown and we didn't actually physically meet until after we launched the Facebook page which was what back in April or May mm-hmm. yeah of 2022 yeah. yeah and I thought I really want to be a part of this for a couple of reasons one is that kindness was mm something that I, I grew up with. My parents were active volunteers and they taught my sister and me to be kind. Mm. And it doesn't always mean being nice. It means thinking about other people's needs. And they, they taught me how to do that. The second reason I wanted to do it was because you mentioned Hug Mobsters, mm. um, which is a free hugs movement. I didn't mm. create that. I didn't create the free hugs movement, but um, Hug Mobsters Armed with Love was... Uh, populated by a lot of people from Bucks County. And due to the pandemic, I haven't been doing it um, mm. since early, you know, early 2020. I'm one of those crazy people that stand on street corners with signs mm. that read free hugs. Mm. So I thought, what an, what an amazing way to further this concept without spreading germs yeah. <laughs> without, and, you know, and staying healthy. So it was a brilliant idea that Joanne came up with. Yeah. So when I when I realised that you'd connected to this, I knew that you'd be perfect for it because of you know the conversations we had before and what you've been doing with uh, Hug Mobsters. So it just seems you know from the outside looking in like a, a a perfect union. And Joan, just a question for you. So so these acts of kindness. What 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 was it that drove you to think you know I would like to do something around this. So I've, I had done small things here and there prior to mm. initiating this. Um, when I used to, I used to work in an office in the Northeast in Northeast Philadelphia. I used to go to a local Dunkin' Donuts and I would buy a $5 gift card and I would leave it with the store and say, use it for, you know, oh, wow. use it for whatever customer you feel yeah. needs it or who, you know, at your judgment. Um, so I had done that. And then what actually initiated this was I was at a local bagel shop with my three kids and I paid for someone's to go order. And typically I don't like to be there to see the recipient. That's not, that's not Mm. the point, but our order wasn't ready yet. And the recipient came in and of course the cashier was like, it was her. (laughs) (laughs) So the woman came over and she made such a big deal about it. She was so grateful. I probably paid for, you know, like a $4 bagel and cream cheese, but it just lit her up and you could see how grateful she was. And my kids saw that too. Mm. And it got me thinking if I can have one person can have this impact on someone, imagine what we, if we could take this community wide, imagine the impact that if everyone did something small like this, what impact it would have on the overall morale and, Mm. you know, just overall feel of everyone in, in, in the community right now, because I feel like there's just been so much turmoil over the past two years. And that's been really hard to raise young children. Luckily mine don't, quite appreciate everything that's going on 
but I can't help it. I can't, I don't want to leave my kids in this world. Mm-hmm. I want to leave them. They have to be the ones to change the world. I, I truly believe that. So I need to raise them, right? Mm-hmm. I need to show them that I need to normalize kindness for them. So I, that's, that's basically what initiated uh, okay. that movement. Okay, lovely. If, so I read something, I don't know if I read it or somebody told me, but kind of similar. And it was around Starbucks. So there was a, there was a customer that used to go into Starbucks. I think this was in the States. And he would basically say to the cashier that, that was serving him, can you, so the next, not the next person, but the second, not the, sorry, not the next person after him, but the person after that, can you make sure that they get a free cup of coffee or something like that? And he would just do that. It was just a random thing. He okay. would just do that. And, and uh, so when you referenced, you know, the, the gift card that you were doing, it jogged a memory that, and I can't recall where I, if I read that or somebody told me, but uh, such an amazing thing to do. I think there's a lot of power in a stranger mm. doing something for you. Yeah. I think it really makes you stop and think it just, it softens you. I mm. like to think. Yeah. Yeah. Because someone that doesn't even know me is willing to go out of their way and do something kind for me. It makes you get out of your own head for a second, I think. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, Anidia, maybe you can speak to this. I think we live in a society, to, well, I guess a globally, where I'm not sure kindness is maybe, it's not an, an abundance the way that we would like it to be an abundance. And is that something that attracted you to getting involved in yeah. this? Yeah, I, I think people are hardwired to be kind and good and caring, mm. but that gets lost sometimes in the midst of challenges, in the midst of upheaval in the world, and then it's every person for themselves. Mm. We can't survive as a species that way. If we're mm. so focused on only what affects me, only what affects my family, my immediate circles. So it has a ripple effect. Uh, Joanne and I have, have been out and about in our town a f- on a few occasions and have handed the cards. They're, they're little um, like business size cards yeah. that you want to, do you have one there to hold up? Cause I yeah. didn't, I don't know if you can see it. I don't but, know yeah. if you can see it. There we go. Yeah, you can I see can the see dark it. part. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah so. This was, cre- yeah. The cards were created by a friend of mine named Eric Labaz, L-A-B-A-C-Z. He's a local artist and um, they're beautiful cards with hands, different shades and the idea is you know accept this as you know as a gift i mean i'm i should have had one here with me Mm. but as a gift from your neighbor with the encouragement to do a random act of kindness Mm. and on the back of the card is our instagram and facebook pages and we encourage people wherever they are to join it Mm. so it's you know you don't have to be from bucks county you don't even have to be from pennsylvania you don't even have to be from the states Mm -hmm. we'd love to see where the cards go yeah and i'll tell you a story about that in a minute but um when we're out when we were out and about uh, we would hand cards out to people and they're she's right their faces would just light Mm. up like oh you're giving me this this is really Mm. exciting and we encourage people to pass the cards on as well in, you know, in addition to joining our Facebook page. Yeah. So it does make a huge difference. And I like to think that we open hearts mm. and, and maybe changed minds mm. by doing this. Mm. I, I, I can imagine that it potentially makes the givers, you know, happy as well. It probably radiates you in a way that you, because you know, the, the morning's always tricky 
you know, I guess you can give the cards at any at any point of the day, but particularly in the mornings where people are looking to get going, they're sort of, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you haven't slept well and maybe they've got a busy day ahead of them. But if you do something positive, not for you, for somebody else, surely that must make not just them feel good, but you also. That's always been my experience. Anytime I've gone through really bad times, the only thing that I'm faithful, so, so besides prayer, it's been finding something to do for someone else. Mm, yeah. It gets me out of my head and out of my own sorrow um, and wallowing. Um, and I, I think that's pretty common. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and it helps us to know that we can, just especially with children, that we can make a difference because mm. yeah. so many people feel like they don't have a purpose. Mm. They can't make a difference. What can one person do? You know, and you know, when Joanne was just talking about the influence that she wants to have on her children, I found myself tearing up. And I've mm. heard you say it a number of times, but it never landed quite like it did today. Mm. That in order for children to learn, the adults have to be good role models, mm. you know, where yeah. the kids are watching and listening. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I totally agree with that. And as you're talking about children, I'm thinking about my nephews and my nieces. And I think this is something they would love. They, I, you know, the next time I see them, I think their, their eyes will light up. I'd be like, guess who I had on a podcast? Guess what? <laughs> guess what they are doing? And, you know, I think that maybe, I don't know how you would adopt it with schools, but it could be something that schools could do and you could compound that, that message that, that, that we, that it, you know, we can just do good, you know, nice things for people. And and almost it's, although you're educating the youngsters, which is amazing, but it's almost that, uh, you know, some of those kids, I'm sure, can educate adults. Just like, this, exactly. is what, this is what we should be doing because I think the challenge with not, not all adults, because they're all, obviously, you know, two wonderful people on the podcast and I know more wonderful people, but people get lost in the world where, I think one of you said it's you know probably more of a focus on me as an individual I'm not really that focused on what's going on around me if somebody's struggling or they're going through a difficult time it's not really none of my business and I can't impact them but you guys are doing you know you're sort of you know um moving away from that where actually you actually can have a profound impact on these guys yep and the hope is that it has a ripple effect in a good way Mm. And that it changed one, it changes one heart. And then that heart, you know, that person is then encouraged to do it for someone else. And then that was yeah. the whole purpose of the cards is yeah. that it's not just a one and done. It stops the, the kindness stops right there. We want it to have then a ripple effect and go to the next person, and the next part, person. And then the thought is just that we can change as many hearts and, and mm. communities as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about, obviously you, you had this anonymous post on LinkedIn, on um, Facebook, got a wonderful response from individuals and businesses. Tell me about uh, the surprise, but also how people and businesses are engaging you and supporting you. I am absolutely blown away by the willingness that businesses have to accept these cards because mm. it's like a value added service that they're mm. offering. Yeah. And I don't know how many, 50, 60, 100, I don't know, local businesses have been willing to take the cards and some of them have asked us for refills because they've run out. Really? And they're not just, um, you know, walk-in commercial retail businesses. Um, our local hospital, Doylestown Hospital, uh, the chaplain 
asked me for cards and she's been getting them out to the patients and to the, the employees. They're in the chapel. Um, my, any medical appointment that I go to, I bring cards mm-hmm. with me. My car dealer, you know, <laughs> where I get my car repaired, they have the cards. Um, this weekend, um, I had a, an amazing experience out of our area. Um, I did my very first TEDx talk in Ohio. So I put the cards in the little gift bags for the people that were there in attendance mm. and for the speakers. So the cards are going to be wherever these people mm. came from. I stayed in two different hotels. I put the cards oh, down at the hotels. Did. You know, I, I asked, can I, you know, can, so they, both of the hotels, mm-hmm. one in, in um, Lima, Ohio, and one mm. in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, yeah. uh, were willing to put the cards out. And I've had friends, not about you, Joanne, but I've had friends from all over the country mm. requesting cards. So I've stuck mm. 20 of them in an envelope and shipped them out. So who knows where they're going to end yeah, up? I love that. I love that, you know, the, the, um, the unknown of where those cards will yeah. end up. You know, where, yeah. are, where are they now? Who, yeah. You know, whose hands, are, whose hands are they in? Who's, right. you know, who's benefiting from that now? And also, it's not just that. It's, you know, that the mood. That they so they're they're positive, you know, the positive deed that you that you guys have done, that's impacted that person, and that will impact whoever they meet. Exactly. Because yep. you know, and this this is um it's like tracing the the, the ripple effect mm-hmm. of the good deeds that you're doing. That's the kind of like, and and what we're doing is twofold. One is the cards themselves. The other is the Facebook page. Mm. So you can look up people are interested in joining us on Facebook, Bucks County Kind, yeah, and they can join. We went from just the two of us in <laughs> April or May to over 1.3 thousand people who, who are now on the page. And Facebook doesn't tell you, you know, once you, you hit the decimal point, we won't know until we reach 1.4 yeah. thousand yeah. how many people have, you know, have signed up. Mm. And these are people... Most, I mean, most, in the beginning, there were people that we knew. Yeah. Now, I don't recognize names. We get, I don't know how many, like five or six requests every day. Mm-hmm. And most of these people are not familiar to me. I don't know. Have you noticed that? It, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we're getting more and more people, like you said, from outside of Bucks County, which is really yeah. exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And the cool thing about the page is that it's it doesn't, the things that people post don't have to go through us first okay. for approval. So they're instantly posted. And the blessing is that there have been no negative mm. posts no. at all. Mm. They've all been very positive. They're either memes they're, or videos or music. Stories or I, of kindness. That? Stories of kindness. Yeah. Yeah. Ideas. For what? Kindness ideas. Yeah. It really is. It's a very positive. It's, I mean, we've all seen different Facebook mm. pages, but it truly is an, an uplifting page. Yeah. You can't help but smile. Yeah. No, when you I'm, look at this page. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it just, again, going back to, you know, the last couple of years, two or three years. So since you and I first met, Edie, I don't think, I think we met prior to the, um, to the pandemic. The pandemic. Yeah. And then, you know, the pandemic, all of a sudden, that, came into play and you know globally it's every you know the world's been in a tailspin there's all kinds of things that have happened and you don't really hear about things like this so 
to go against the grain and give people some because some people potentially have you know this is a really sad thing to say but some people may have given up on kindness or or yeah. happiness because of you know the uh, you know this combination of different events that have impacted them and it's lovely to know that you guys are actually swimming against the tide to actually give <laughs> give, give people you know the, the you know give people that yes it's here kindness is here and it, and it's not um a fad mm. it's not something that you know is seasonal you know, yeah, people, yeah. I don't know what it's like where you are, but here, you know, people around the holiday, the winter holidays, people start getting cheerier and kinder. Mm, yeah. It's not just for that time of year. It is every day. Mm. Um, even something as simple as when I, the other thing that I've forgotten to mention, uh, when I go through um, my bank, you know, if I go mm. through the drive through I'll hand the teller a card. When <laughs> I pick up my prescriptions, I'll hand the person at CVS a card. Yeah. And it's just that that's the random part. I don't plan it. I just have a whole bunch of cards in my car. And I say, oh, remember, give a card. Um, so I I think I had heard about the random acts of kindness movement oh, 20 years ago mm. or so. Some of this is random, what we do. Some of it is planned. You know, yeah. and I don't think it much matters. Mm. You just, you know, you, what if um, kindness wasn't something you had to think about? Yeah. What if it's just who you are? is yeah. you know a kind human being yeah absolutely uh, we need more kind human beings in the world because yeah. i was just thinking as because sometimes kindness can be you know this is you know this is the wrong way in my opinion for it to to it to to be applied and used but almost kindness can be something that you that is done on particular occasions like a birthday valentine's day an anniversary and it isn't something that people think about. You know, I was kind today and it's just like, we should be kind every day. Yeah. Yep. And that's where the normalizing kindness comes from. And that's, yeah. that's my motivation for my kids. Yeah. It's like you said, it's not something, a special occasion thing. It's not, mm. it, it's just part of our family. It's just part of who we are. It's how we were raised. Yeah. It's how we're going to be. Yeah. You know, it's all we're going to know. Absolutely. And it's almost like, well, I don't have to be kind today. There's not an occasion. Exactly. <laughs> I've got to revert to type. Yeah. And I have to do some research on this, but I'm sure that there are health benefits to being kind. Oh, totally. I know yeah. that just like with hugs, mm. doing a kind act probably increases serotonin, dopamine, mm. and oxytocin. Mm. I, you know, it's yeah. heartwarming mm. kind of stuff. Um so I, I'm gonna for, for the next time we're interviewed, Joanne, I'll have the I'll have the research. That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely convinced that there will be uh, medical benefits to that. And I'm also, I'm also thinking about you know people practice gratitude and and things in the morning and so forth. And this is kind of like to me complements that nicely. Yeah. It's almost like you're doing, you know, because it, it it's more than kindness to me. It's because of what you've said Edie it's kindness but the, and the health benefits and also I just think it puts you in a positive frame of mind from a selfish perspective if you want to kick off your day in a positive frame of mind and do something kind right yeah. and if you remember early on in the pandemic there were stories about how neighbors who had never met mm. were doing kind things mm. for each other or um community would do kind things mm. for 
first responders or people that worked in hospitals. And the sad part is that it sometimes takes a big event like that Mm. or on September 11th, Mm. um, this, these horrible, you know, three, um, events, you know, happened and people started taking care of each other. They didn't care whether they knew people or not. They just took care of each other. Mm. And my, as Joanne was saying, my hope is that we take care of each other every day because Mm. we need each other. Human beings can't survive Mm. well outside of community. And I see this as building community You know, the Facebook page, I I know people that tell me I visit the Facebook page every day Mm. because it cheers me up and they'll see familiar names. There's one person, Bob, I think his name is, who says, be nice to each other. That's his comment every day. (laughs) I don't, I don't, do you know him? Because I I know I don't, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Be nice to each other. He's the same thing, no matter what we post. (laughs) That must be amazing as well. When you don't know people and you just see that them tapping into this because they for them they potentially just what they needed because i think what you're you're doing you know in my view i think you're bringing kindness back into play you're raising awareness because i think that even even me to it to a certain extent you get wrapped up in your own world and everything you come quite blinkered and you don't think about the stuff that's going on behind you and that we all have you know, in seconds we can be kind, but it doesn't have to be a great big exercise to be kind. Exactly. And you guys are, are really encapsulating that and what you're doing. It doesn't have to be. We talk about that all the time. It doesn't have to be monetary and it doesn't have to be a big gesture. Yeah. We'll yeah. post, you know, small things that you can do um, yeah. that are, are, are kind for every, you know, at any point and on any given day. Yeah. And in, in terms of obviously, you know, I can put the Facebook group link and any other relevant links on the show notes. But for people that um that, that you know that are listening to this and are smiling, that are inspired, what 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 do you recommend them to do? You know, I mean, in terms of acts of kindness, yeah, and, and maybe join yeah. your join your group. You know, oh, join, yeah, yeah, join you know join the Facebook group. And again, I don't, I can't tell you. It's all the little gibberish letters and numbers mm. and all that. But um, fa- it's on Facebook, Bucks County Kind, Instagram, mm. Bucks County Kind, and in terms of random acts of kindness, it could be something as simple as holding a door open for somebody, mm. letting them go first, mm. um, letting somebody in traffic mm. in front of you. Um, Putting, if you see somebody's meter running out, you know, mm. sticking a coin in there. Um, what else? I had an experience pretty early on in the pandemic where a friend of mine said, I'm going shopping. Can I pick you up anything? And I said, yeah, toilet, a couple rolls of toilet mm. paper. He shows up at my door, drops, you know, drops mm. the groceries off. <clears throat> and there's a 20 pack of toilet paper. Wow. I've never in my life owned that much <laughs> toilet paper. Um, you two years later, I don't know if this is TMI, two years later, they're gone, but it felt good. You know, I didn't have to go to a store because I've got, um, COPD and cardiac condition. So early on in the pandemic, Mm. I was really reluctant to go into stores. So my Mm. friend dropped Mm. it off for me. You can cook something and and leave it for somebody. Mm. You can leave flowers randomly at somebody's house. Mm. Um, you can, what else? Um, send 
cards to nursing homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, your kids, didn't your kids draw something or make cards? Yeah, we've been, I, this is, I'm trying to get them into schools as well. Edie and I are both, we're really trying to get this into schools. Um, and my start is I, I've asked my children's teachers if they would color in these cards yeah. during their downtime. Yeah. And then we're going, we give them to a local nursing home. Yeah. No, I, I think getting into schools is, you know, if you can do that, that's a master stroke because I just think that that's where it starts. You yeah. know, that, that they will have a head start on us because it's not even compounded, but because it, it, it should be something that we do naturally anyway. Yep. And it's, it's funny, it would be, I see it as like roles reversed. Like you had said, the children would then be the good influence to the adults. Yeah. If your child came home and told you, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. Yeah. How could you not stop and think? Yeah. You're right. This, yeah. this, this is brilliant. You know, why aren't we doing this? Yeah. Because you can imagine sort of at the end of the day, the, the, um, you can imagine at the end of the day, um, parents looking at their kids. Or, you know, like when you have those non-verbal interactions with your um, partner or, or just a, or an adult and you see, do you get what the kids have just done? Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, why aren't we doing that? <laughs> sometimes exactly. we, sometimes right. it doesn't right. have to be a word spoken. You just get it. And, yeah. and yeah. I think I think if we teach kids um, these things that you guys are, are, are talking about in schools, then it's just like, it's what we should be doing anyway. Exactly. Yeah, you just said something, Paul, that sparked a thought here. Um, kind words, you know, when you're speaking to your partner in mm-hmm. anger or anybody. Um, in anger, sometimes people say things that are not very kind. There is, I think it's a Buddhist concept of the three gates. Before you say anything, let it pass through these three gates. Mm. Is it kind? Is it true? Is it necessary? Yeah. And when we are in, most people, when we're in a highly agitated state, we're not thinking that way. Yeah. We're just like, yeah. I'm just going to say yeah. it and let the chips fall where they may. But when I'm conscious and say, I'm going to take my take a moment, take a deep breath and say, what is it that I want to communicate and how can I say it in the kindest way mm. possible? It doesn't mean sugarcoating it. Mm. It means thinking about if somebody said this to me, how would I feel about it? Yeah. So kindness is more than just an act of, you know, an act of kindness, words of kindness. Mm. I have um, a two and a half year old grandson and for, well, what's today, the fifth, tomorrow, um, she'll be five months old, granddaughter. And we teach Dean, my grandson, to be kind, to say kind things, mm. to touch, you know, with his baby sister, I say kind hands, mm. you know, like be, you know, be kind, kind, you know, and I show him what that's like. Kindness with young children could be sharing. Mm. Yeah. Because kids sometimes are really possessive of their yeah. toys. So we'll say to him if he's if there if he's there are other children, let's share. Mm. You know, let's share let's share kindly, and he gets it. Mm. Um, I'm hoping, you know, when he when he's more verbal, then I'll know. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so it's a delight to see children. Like I, I met Joanne's children. How many? Like in mid September. Yeah. And I could see the influence yeah. that you and your husband have on them. Yeah. 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 And and in terms of where you want to go with this you know how far do you want to take it do you want do you want to see like neighbor, <laughs> neighboring counties Buckinghamshire, the universe. In, Buckinghamshire yeah. in, in the uk yeah. and you know yeah 
Okay. Yeah. So you can UK kind, you know, yeah. it can be any, anything we don't own. It's not, I wonder whether we should register the name Bucks County kind <laughs> should be, should be. as a trademark name. I'll have to talk to somebody about yeah, that. But yeah, we want the, I, I, I'm guessing I'm speaking for you, Joanne. Yeah, of course. There's we no want limit. this to go around the universe mm. anywhere, mm. any, any and everywhere. Mm. Um, so people can start their mm. own, their own community kindness movement. Yeah. And yeah. the idea of movement is that it keeps going. Mm. Yeah. It's not a one done thing, as you yeah. had mentioned. Yeah. And, and, and just from my perspective, I think now the world needs it more than any particular. Mm-hmm. So if I think about my lifetime experience, clearly there's, you're, there's always challenges in the world. And but I, I think now the world is in a difficult moment. You know, you, I'm sure in America and the UK and in Europe and Africa is always a difficult times and parts of Asia, you know. And I just think that this is really part of that, you know, awareness healing that the world needs and that's what sparked a lot of this too is just that especially in the u.s with the the division mm. that we've experienced over yeah. the past two years is it's really it's mm. been really difficult uh, yeah so that's that was part of it too i was mm. just tired of feeling so helpless yeah that's yeah, totally. And i think when we're going through particularly through division and particularly through challenging time people don't even think about kindness they forget that they have this ability to like uh, you were saying, Edie, if, you've got, if you're having a conversation with somebody, maybe think before you talk. Yeah. So you don't, because invariably, I know, you know, not that I'm a hothead, but invariably when you, you know, you don't have your finer moments, is when you're reactive. <laughs> and you think, well, why did I say that? Why did I do that? Why didn't I do this? That's not me. This is me. And you know better. And I think that using what you guys are putting together i just really feel enables people to be the be the best version of themselves and also allow other people to be the best versions of themselves because you're not prodding them the wrong way you're actually you know just being nice being neighborly yeah and another thing that Edie brings up that i i try to carry with me is the giving attention or appreciation to service workers I think especially mm-hmm. nowadays, everyone's so yeah. involved and in their own heads, they they don't give the attention or appreciation to cashiers or waiters or bank tellers, yeah. you know, all these people that are serving us. Yeah. We take them for granted. So mm-hmm. it's, I've been a lot more mindful of that recently just to initiate a conversation yeah. with them. And I, the hope is that, mm-hmm. you know, it, it lifts their spirits and mm-hmm. they're seen, they're recognized mm-hmm. as a person, not just someone that's helping me. Yeah. No, I see that a lot. And I think sometimes it's, it's what you guys are doing is taking that, you know, there'll be people that, you know, that see, you know, that the, the right type of interaction and then I think, well, why don't I do that? I've never thought about being kind. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's this, um, this almost like this pincer movement, domino effect. I love what you guys are doing. I really want this to grow. I think it's uh, really important. Um, I definitely think everybody that watches this should join your Facebook group and in other groups that you that you join, they should be getting their own uh, gift cards, whether they're in Pennsylvania, Bucks County, Buckinghamshire, <laughs> London. When I go in the underground in the morning, you know, everybody, you know, the majority of people need acts of kindness because they don't look that happy in the morning. 
Mm -hmm. I think that's probably indicative of people all around the world. So what you're doing, I think, is superb. Well, thank you, Paul. We really appreciate your support. Okay. And um, just in terms of, I guess we've almost almost covered this, but if there's somebody that maybe lives in a different part of the, 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 um, the world and they want to do this, they could be in Africa, they could be somewhere, what would you encourage them to do about, you know, maybe starting to be kind themselves? Same thing like, that we're, we're saying now. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, like I was going to say, like you said, the, the small, we'd start, we'd suggest with the small gestures. If that's, a, if they feel comfortable doing something monetary or something larger, of course, we would encourage that. But honestly, it starts in your home too. Okay. It starts with your, your family. Start mm -hmm. being kinder yeah. to your, yeah. your children, your yeah. spouse, your, your partner, you know, your neighbors. Start there. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to make it this big gesture with it within your town. You can yeah. even just start at home and soften the hearts of, of your of your home. And then, you know, the hope is that they would yeah. take take it out to the world and and it would go from there. Yeah. And the other thing that I didn't the, in conjunction with that is being kind to yourself, because there are times when we're mm, not very yeah. kind to ourselves. Yes, yeah, so a lot true. of um, you know, critic, self-criticism and, mm. and um, self-disparagement. So speak to yourself mm. kindly every day. Mm. Um, there are times like when I'm working with clients who are, um, you know, putting themselves down and they mm. say, would you ever talk to a friend like that? You know, mm. talk to yourself the way you would hopefully talk to the people in your life that you love, because it, everything I think starts within. Yeah. And if we can be kind to ourselves, we're going to have more of that to scatter to the world. Yeah. I, lo I love that. You guys have covered everything in terms of being kind to others being kind to ourselves getting this across the globe um fab fabulous stuff and what would be quite cool for anybody that listens to this who joins your facebook group maybe they can say where you know what their act of kindness was you know was it to themselves was it to their spouse was it to a work colleague and i'm sure you'd love to hear people's oh, yeah. um people's yep. first first sort of steps on the, the, the run to a, to a kinder and nicer world. Um, so as, as we're wrapping up now, this is a reoccurring question, which I gave you a little bit of notice from, because it, like, somebody asked me on the spot if I could invite three inspirational people to dinner, who would I invite? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so it's kind of difficult. So I, I wanted to give you a little bit of warning. So I'm going to ask you guys, so if you could invite two inspirational people to dinner, who would you invite? Edie, would you like to go first? Yeah. Um, well, one of them comes to mind immediately because when I was in Pittsburgh, um, I visited the Fred Rogers exhibit, Mr. Rogers, mm. um, at the John Hines uh, Museum. And Mr. Rogers' neighborhood was a staple of my childhood. No and the next generation um, is Daniel Tiger's neighborhood that my grandson loves. So I would invite Fred Rogers. He's definitely my, my hero when it comes to kindness. And then I would invite my parents because they were among the kindest people that I knew. Mm. My dad died in 2008. My mom died in 2010. So I would definitely invite the three of them. And it would be an interesting conversation to, you know, to witness. Yeah. And Joanne, I'll send that question to you. Um, I had said Elton John. I'm a tremendous fan. Um, <laughs> my husband's 
great grandmother. Um, she was a freedom fighter. She fled, oh, she wow. fled her, her country. So I would, I would have loved to have met her. Mm. She apparently was a very mm. tough woman. And I just think mm. that she probably had so much wisdom to offer. So I would have loved to have met her and then the blessed mother. Okay. Okay. So that, so maybe we could combine that dinner. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm breaking a rule. I'm breaking a rule, but that's my app kindness. If I could oh. do it. Yeah. Or the merrier. <laughs> exactly. We'd uh, break, break the rules. But uh, okay. So this has been lovely, amazing, wonderful topic. I would love to do this again, maybe in, I don't know, eight months time when you've got, you know, we think just see how things are going. Uh, that would be lovely. And, um, but uh, Joan and Edie, thank you so much for your time today. My thank pleasure. you all. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. Take care. Big hugs. Yeah, big, big, big hug. Big hug. <laughs> and, um, and, yeah, and everybody listening, please be kind, you know, and join the Facebook group. All links for Bucks um, County Kind will be on the show notes. And thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode of My Perfect Failure. Please share the episode far and wide. We're keen to grow. Any feedback, good or bad, definitely welcome. And until the next time, please take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to My Perfect Failure podcast. Be sure to visit www.myperfectfailure.com to join the conversation. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Look out for our next episode.